Hey, before we jump into the episode, if you are looking to level up your fitness, get results that you never thought possible, and just feel absolutely better day to day through confidence, through just feeling like yourself because you're getting results and you're actually making progress, simply send us a message with the keyword level up to our Instagram. Our Instagram is Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We will get you guaranteed results. You're going to feel absolutely incredible when you show up for yourself day to day and uh, just feel amazing. So we're excited to help some of you awesome people. Send us a message now into the episode. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we got an episode of Mythbusters for you today. There are too many myths. We, I've been seeing more and more of them. I find with summer, we get all the just the experts that have been waiting to pop out, always ready to chime in with a tip uh, at the most random time. And you're like, what the heck is this coming from? And it, it can be tough, especially as someone who does this for a living, who has a very good understanding of the science, of the application, and hearing someone just come out with such confidence. Sometimes people are like, oh my gosh. So we're going to save you from that. We're going to get through seven of the big ones and why they're in fact myths. Uh, So we're really excited to jump into it. What's number one, Kyle? And number one, we're starting with a workout one here, which is just that more sweat equals better results and better workouts. And I've heard this quite often. And to this day, I still, you know, will get messages. Hey, I'm not sweating during my strength training. Are you sure I'm getting, you know, doing the right stuff? Like, just there's a lot of people out there who are just focused simply on trying to sweat. You'll see photos of someone that's absolutely drenched who just feels like they've just done the absolute most. And that's not typically how it works. It's awesome that you're working up a sweat. You know, typically speaking, people will sweat from either leg days or cardio, but it shouldn't be something that's simply focused on. Like there's so much more to getting results, having a periodized routine, progressive overload. Like a lot of people I know will like simply, there's some people I used to train someone, she would just walk into the the gym and start sweating and that's just the way that her body produced the heat and that's everyone's so unique everyone's so different but it shouldn't be a goal to sweat more like it feels good when you're like man I worked I just you know you just take your shirt off and it's just all sweaty and everything but that's not how it works simply focus on progressive overload making great progress and not focused on that will see better results in the long run yeah, like Kyle said, the sauna is not going to be your saving grace to losing weight. Uh, you're just going to lose water. That's all it really comes down to. And sweating is a great function of the body to cool the body. And it can be absolutely awesome. Like being in a sauna, getting a sweat feels good to get a sweat. And I like to use a marker even for cardio. If I am sweating, I like that rule of sweat every day. Do something that challenges you enough to actually make you sweat. But sweating isn't just like, just because I put myself in a garbage bag, I'm not going to lose more fat. That's not how it works, especially not at a significant degree so this is a big misnomer that people have and getting into number two is something I'm really passionate about is spot reduction so a lot of us believe that we can go to the gym we have a gut we don't like it if I do abs seven days a week that it's the fat's going to come off so unfortunately spot reduction has been shown to if it's a thing to be very very minimal of a thing so training an area obviously is going to help it tighten and tone and that makes sense and new some some new science has come out to support that, but you're better off working your body in a whole, making sure you're working all those core areas. And if you want to lose fat in a, spe- a specific area, in particular the stomach, I know a lot of people, it's their arms, you'll do well to train that area, train it inten- intelligently, not constantly. So you don't need to be training it seven times a week and instead focus on being in a deficit, losing fat overall. And we all lose fat at different times in different areas. A lot of us will lose fat in our arms first, we'll lose our stomach first. And oftentimes, 
oftentimes area we hate the most about ourselves is sometimes what our body wants to fight the most to lose, but it will come off as long as you're in a deficit over time. And number three myth is just that lifting weights will will make women bulky. And I think this is why a lot of people tend to just go to the cardio machines, mainly because it's something that a lot of people believe. Also, I know strength training can be a little bit harder getting the movements down. You go into an elliptical, it's like, okay, I just go for half an hour, an hour. You sweat a little bit and all this stuff combined. But for the most part, it is definitely not true. Um, honestly, lifting weights will help you tone up, tighten up, you know, help you develop a lean and just amazing physique. And it's just so many people think they pick up a weight and they're just going to turn into the rock or just this massive bodybuilder that, and it's just definitely not the case. You heard us talk a little bit about it on Monday, but just due to the different hormonal systems, it's not uh, true at all. You might look at a guy who's been lifting for 20 years and think, oh, if I lift like this, uh, then I'm going to get that jacked. Like it's 100% not true. Those that see the best development in their physique long-term will do a combination of strength training with cardio. And uh, that's the best way to get an incredible physique in my personal opinion. And number four, adding on to that, the biggest myth is that you can build a great physique with just cardio. So cardio essentially is a fantastic source. It is amazing for your heart health, for your lungs, for your body. Cardio is amazing. I'm not saying don't do cardio, but where people go wrong is they'll go to the gym, they'll be scared, like Kyle said, to get into that weight section, and they'll believe they can build a great body by being on the elliptical, the stairmaster, running, biking, swimming, any form of cardio. The issue with cardio is you're doing repetitive motions that are gonna strengthen that specific area and not improve your composition as a whole. If you wanna look good and you wanna be strong, you need to learn to move yourself, to be strong in different positions, and the way you will achieve that is through lifting. Everyone should be lifting. It's going to improve bone density, muscularity. And I'm not saying you need to be hardcore. You need to be in the gym five times a week, but you should at least be lifting three times a week minimum, especially even if you hate it. You don't care to look super jacked. This is going to help you with longevity, confidence, ability. Cardio will not just be enough. Yes, bikers get really strong legs. They can have a lot of back problems. They can lack upper body strength. Runners can also get strong legs, strong calves. But once again, similar issues. Rock climbing can be absolutely amazing as well but it also negates a lot of motions that you need in life for instance you're not pushing when you're rock climbing you're not necessarily working your legs in a functional degree or hinging your hips there's certain areas and benefits with each form of cardio and cardio is great and i love it but that should be an accessory to lifting as well so it's really important that you are lifting i mean this is a fit healthy happy podcast if you're listening to this chances are you're already getting the benefits of lifting but it is such an important part of this and i would rather say someone is better off lifting exclusively than they are doing cardio exclusively and the reason for this is you're still going to get cardio from your lifting a good regimen will challenge you but the best result is doing both cardio is fantastic once again it absolutely has a place especially if you're someone who wants to be a marathon or do an ironman like that's where bulkier energy needs to be, but it really is important for a healthy and strong body that you are indeed lifting. Every single time I step foot in the gym and I lift, all I'm thinking is long-term investment, long-term investment. Like it's just an investment for the rest of your life and I cannot recommend it more. But number five into more of a nutritional myth is you have to eat entirely clean to see results or make progress. And this is, I 
guess kind of been busted a little bit like some people still believe it some people don't but i think a lot of people think that like they have to be a hundred percent on like veggies all the time you know hit your protein like a hundred percent of the time like everything needs to be perfect and you can't fit anything in that's you know necessarily fun luckily this has been busted years ago i do believe like even lane norton was a huge influence on flexible dieting fitting fun foods in and i think a lot of people struggle because they'll try to be so perfect and then they'll incorporate cheat days or they'll like when they get their hands on something then they'll go off and just go off the deep end but it's definitely been uh, debunked that like you can still fit a fun food in and what truly matters is the calorie deficit if you're looking to lose fat you know yes you can have a chocolate bar in there a lot of times though you have to realize that it's a different makeup you know if there's a, a huge plate of salad it's amazing versus a chocolate bar they can be the same calories but do different things for you but you can absolutely fit fun things in and kind of like a little 5.5 is like instead of you have to do clean eating, insert specific diet here. You have to do keto. You have to do fasting. You have to do flexible dieting. Like there's no right way to do it. It's more of a personal preference. Different things work for different people. So this is a myth that you have to do a specific thing because everyone's so unique. Different things work for each person. So I just wanted to share that with you today. Number six is that stretching before exercise prevent injuries. I It's 2023. I still see people coming in touching their toes for 30 seconds, doing the arm across the chest, like the typical what we learn in gym class type of stretches. And stretching is amazing. Stretching has its place. But if you think of an elastic, if I have like a little elastic band and I stretch it super long, and we've all probably done it, and you know it becomes really weak and frail, it's a lot more likely to snap and it becomes riskier. And this is the same with muscles. So muscles, when they're cold, they're tighter, they're locked up. And when we actually pull a muscle, that's why it freaks out and tights up because it doesn't want to be hyperextended to where it can be ripped, pulled, or injured. And it's the same with stretching. So you might say, okay, well, why is this bad? So if you're lengthening it, you're putting in this position where it actually isn't as tight and it isn't as elastic to be strong and safe in that position. But what you do want to do is have blood flow and work it within its motion. So we're not looking to do static stretching. We're looking to do dynamic stretching. So instead, you could do something like kicking your legs, walking on a treadmill, doing the movement you're about to do with no weight and priming that motion, working in that motion in a full range of uh, motion, getting blood flow. These are all things that are going to benefit you and serve you really well. An amazing example of this is they took sprinters and they had three groups. One group that did no stretching, just did nothing. One that did static stretching and one that did like ballistic or dynamic stretching. And out of the three, which one did the worst? You would assume the one that did nothing. That is not true. It was the runners that did the static stretching for the reasons I just highlighted and that's where it has its shortcomings. So you can actually be doing yourself a net negative but what you should be doing is allowing yourself to be able to move in these full movement patterns by stretching after your workout stretching at night you can stretch as much as you want just try not to do it right before your training instead go ahead and of course the group that did the best going back to what i said was the one that did the dynamic stretching and then the middle group was the one that did nothing and then last was the static so it's important you make sure you're doing the right stretching for the right thing you're about to do and in general i just find getting loose kicking around doing some band work just getting your body going is such an effective metric as well as actually doing motions that are going to help you and sometimes too even for bench press you think hey i need to only warm up my chest that's not true at all if you're doing good bench press you should be having leg drive you should be loose limber your back should be in a good position where it's primed to actually be able to push through and drive in the bench and that's why sometimes i'll do some pull-ups so that's where we're going to go ahead and get the benefit of it so that's where it gets a little bit dynamic but that's how you can see better results by doing the right form of stretching 
for your exercises. Very well said. Man, it was hard just picking seven of these because there are a million different myths. We'll probably have to expand on it in another coming week. But uh, yeah, last but not least, a nutritional one, something that's been around for years and I still hear it to this day. You can't have carbs after insert made up time. So I said this because I've heard 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m. I've heard it all and a lot of people believe this because they thought that your metabolism essentially just stops when you sleep, but that's just not the case. Yes, it's not, you know, moving as quickly as when you're awake, but you're still burning calories no matter what. So the only reason I would recommend people not eating, well, there's two reasons I'd recommend not eating at a certain time, mainly because a lot of times our willpower is drained and we end up choosing not as healthier things. Let's say if it's 9 p.m., you're watching a show, you're typically not going to grab something entirely healthy. And number two is that it's better for your sleep if you don't eat like right beforehand, just in terms of your body having to digest, but there's nothing necessarily wrong. Like in terms of just like gaining weight, a lot of people think that, and I've heard it over and over again. If you eat carbs before bed, you're going to gain fat. You're going to gain weight. And another thing is if you're out of your calorie deficit, let's say if you're at 2000 calories to burn fat and you end up eating a ton of food, that's not allocated. That's just not in your calorie range before bed. Yes, you will unfortunately gain fat over time because you're going to be out of a calorie deficit and into a calorie surplus. So there's all these little things to consider, but not necessarily having something before will gain, will make you gain weight. And it's definitely something to consider for sure. Thank you so much for tuning in there. Seven myths that you've likely heard. Maybe you've done yourself or if someone actually is doing them, you can guide them as to why it's not wisest to do it. So just a good reminder for that. And there's tons and we have done myth busting episodes before. So if you want more of this content with different types of myths, definitely be sure to check out some of the older episodes. But thank you so much for tuning in today. We will see you in the next episode. Peace out.